0: Hey, everybody. This is Michael Mann from Michael Mann Security Services. And this is a podcast dedicated to helping you protect the people and things you love most. And remember, it's about prevention, not response.
1: All right. You've got your carry permit. You've applied. You've paid the fees. It's in your pocket. You open your wallet. You dig through your cards. And boom, there it is with your picture, your number, your date of birth. It's your handgun carry permit. That's great. It's the moment you were waiting for, but there's more that comes. Now it's time to get a firearms trainer, an instructor, and the question becomes, how do you choose one of those? (sighs) Michael, this is one of those questions that people don't think about. They just get their permit. They don't really consider who should be my trainer. How do you go about making that decision?
0: Yeah, first thing, uh, and this is a question I do get a lot. Um, What are you comfortable with? So the first thing I would, uh, it's a question you ask yourself, what are you comfortable with doing? And I don't mean like as far as shooting, but what environment are you comfortable with learning in? And so if, uh, you know, if I'm, you know, if I'm a mom, I'm 35 years old, I have three kids at home. Then you
1: definitely want Rambo. Uh, yes
0: exactly i want the navy seal that's going to show us how to reply (laughs) to the helicopter right (laughs) Yes, yes yes and and everything that comes with us so yeah so what like what am i you know what am i going to be comfortable with because when we start talking about so your carry permit really teaches you where you can carry the gun and where you can't like legally where you can carry the gun where you can't do it uh and then it gets into some uh some legal stuff as far as deadly force use of deadly force but outside of that There's not a lot around a carry permit class. So now what we're talking about is learning how to defend yourself with a pistol. What environment are you going to be comfortable with? So, you know, where are you going to learn best? What does that mean? So, yeah, you know, for a guy, maybe it is the SWAT guy. Maybe it is the former special operations dude with all the tattoos and, you know, the, the Smedium shirt, all that. He grunts co- everywhere. The, he right. Yeah. That he mayb-
1: remembers how to say, ooh,
0: Yes, there we go. So <laughs> maybe some people are comfortable with that. Some people aren't. So find out or figure out what are you comfortable with? All right. Uh, second thing is what what are you trying to accomplish? So number one, where are you going to be comfortable? And number two, what are you trying to accomplish? Well, we're talking about now defending yourself and your family. So... As a person, as a as a guy or gal just out there walking around legally, what does that mean? So what is the content of the class? What does that mean? So, you know, I I'm not a police officer. I don't have the privileges and I don't have the immunity as a police officer. I'm I am a person, right? So
1: And as we all know, police officers aren't people. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, they're, ter- so, they're terminated. Yeah. They're yes, yes.
0: They're stormtroopers. So, so I don't have. There's some things I can't do as a person, like that a police officer can go out there do. And so, um, what does that mean as a person? What can I do? What can I not do? And and what's what is it that I'm I'm trying to learn learn how to do?
1: Well, well, you've talked about you know maybe the kind of person that would train you. What about where you go to get it? So how do you find the trainer yeah so
0: you know in this anywhere you can get online and look up you know uh defensive handgun training yeah i do yeah it's everything's online and so when you type that in defensive handgun training in nashville tennessee there's going to be a number of companies that come up and so when i when i you know we talked about here just a few minutes ago what are you comfortable with and what are you trying to accomplish yeah those websites and those instructors, or their descriptions, are going to tell you everything that you need to know.
1: You'll see a lot of it based on the, the style, I guess, maybe of the website, or yeah. you know, the branding that you, you kind of get a feel for things. As yeah. with everything,
0: yeah, the styling, the branding, you know, what uh, what's the focus? Right? you know, look if if the focus is special operations and SWAT. You're probably you can probably guess that's what the class is going to be designed for, right? So it's it's going to be a lot of probably fast shooting or things that may you may or may not be comfortable with. So, so yeah, when you type in uh, defensive handgun training in Nashville, Tennessee, a number of websites are going to come up. You're going to probably be able to tell right away if that's going to be something that you want to attend.
1: It's weird. I've been looking like crazy online. I can't find anywhere to get certified on a rocket launcher. <sighs> I've been trying really hard. That's on the
0: dark web, Stephen. Oh. That's on the dark web.
1: If you'll just give that to me after the show. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Slip that to me <laughs> on a piece of paper. Just let's not talk about it. <laughs> Uh, what do you bring then? Okay, so you got an instructor. What am I bringing? Do I need to wear certain types of clothes? Is there a a specific amount of things that I need to carry with me in a backpack?
0: Sure. So uh, once you've got your carry permit and you decide to go to this training, uh, most of the time the instructor, if you choose him or her, they're going to tell you what to bring. But in general... What you're going to be wearing and what you would bring with you every day if you carried a gun at home or at work, out in the public, whatever. So that's going to be something to cover the gun up, and most important, something to obviously to uh, secure the gun. So a holster, uh, a magazine pouch to put in an extra magazine or a magazine carrier.
1: Are there any kind of holsters you specifically like?
0: Um, I like you know two types outside the waistband, which means it mounts on the outside of the belt. Inside the waistband means it mounts inside the belt for concealment purposes. I like inside the waistband. I like Kydex, so I like Kydex or plastic inside the waistband holsters. They last forever. You can't beat them up. I've got Kydex holsters I've had for twenty five years. You can't tell that they're twenty five years old.
1: Have you seen these holsters that are magnetic?
0: I have seen I can't magazine. remember what they're yes. called. Uh, yes.
1: But man, I was at the, I was at the uh, gun store the other day, and I was, was playing with one of these holsters, and you just slip your gun in, and boom, it just... And you can try and shake that puppy out, and it just yeah. will not drop out. Yeah. I thought this is the coolest holster I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh,
0: I would suggest stick with your standard holster, <laughs> kydex or leather, no magnets. No so, magnets. Why? No. Magnets. Now why is that? Uh, don't know. Under stress, what does that look like? Can are you, gonna be able to, are you going to be able? Are you going be going to be able to get to the handgun when you need it? You know, like you talked about, you could not get the pistol off. Well, that's like a holster that's too small for the pistol. Maybe you can't get to the pistol. Yeah. So with a, just a standard holster, I'm going kind to of use horse, it for
1: my rocket launcher. Yeah, there yeah, you go.
0: Yeah. So yeah, because you're probably not going to use that a lot, you need exactly. to control a little bit better. So yeah, something that's going to retain the handgun. Just a normal holster is what works. Don't get fancy. There's, you know, we know this. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And so all this has already been tried. Get a standard holster, mounts inside or outside, depending on what kind of clothing you wear, what you're comfortable with, uh, what's the, you know, what purpose you're using the gun for, what does that mean, uh, and then probably an extra magazine and a pouch to put that magazine in.
1: So is it safe to say that there's no... Um super new technology for holsters that you should be aware of right now because it's changed the industry?
0: Man, here's what... I've been doing this now for 32 years. I'm an old guy. My first uh, Jeff Cooper modern technique class was when I was in the Marine Corps and Fast Company in the late 1980s. We are talking about... People are going back to the type of ammo we carried back then, the type of gear we carried. We're going backwards? Man, no. It's a cycle. So things happen. So, uh... There was different types of ammo. There was like smaller caliber ammo used then. We went to bigger caliber in the 90s, and what we figured out was bigger is not always better. And we're right yeah. back to
1: nine millimeter. Didn't the FBI just switch to nine mils? Yes,
0: and and again they went to nine back in uh, back in the late 80s. Uh, and then went to 40s. Uh, and, and then, went then back they w- again. well actually went to 10 <laughs> millimeter first, which is horrible. Wow. Which is which is it's like a 10 millimeters like you know it's 40 caliber is like 10 short. And so went to something big. They couldn't couldn't deal with that. Uh, then they went to something uh, went to something smaller, so they looked at 40s, and then here we are back at nine millimeter again. So there's nothing new under the sun. Again, we're talking about things that we talked about in the late 1980s. So all of this has already been tried. Uh, when we start talking about gear, stick with the basic stuff. It doesn't yeah. need to be anything fancy.
1: I have personally found myself, you know, making the switch from 40s to nines. Yeah, just because the stopping power is basically the, it feels like the same now. You know. It just feels like you're getting the same bang for your cheaper buck.
0: Yeah, here some one thing to remember: uh, we have been created by an awesome God who yep. does, who did an amazing job on our bodies. And here's the thing: we, I think we've talked about this before. Eighty-three percent of all people shot with handguns survive. So we've got these amazing bodies that protect us. Yeah, That is amazing. Yeah, and so it's not really uh, it's it's not necessarily about the size of the caliber. It's if you hit the target. and the condition of the target at the time. And because this is all about prevention and not response, the gun is a tool of response. So we're trying to prevent this. We're trying to see it before. Man, stick with the basic stuff.
1: That's why I can still carry a rocket launcher.
0: There you go. No worries what's going to happen. Just in case. Just in case.
1: All right, it's the Michael Mann Podcast. You can find him, uh, com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you next time.